It is Monday on Daily Delivery. Michael Rand here, Patrick Royce with me here as well. We've got to talk um, we're going to talk a little bit of Minnesota United soccer here in a little bit, Patrick. We don't always get to the loons on this segment, but I think we've got a worthy candidate for that today. A uh, little Lynx, maybe a little Vikings too. But uh, Patrick, who are we kidding? I think I know where we're starting after Emilio Pagan, um, the man everybody loves to to hate, the, the, the gasoline on the fire of any good rally for another team, gives up three runs, a uh, three-run home run on Sunday, like the Twins had a really good chance to sweep uh, Toronto. Really would have been a really good road sweep. They're up 6-1, and then they start to give it back, but they get to the eighth with that uh, score still 6-4, and then Emilio uh, took care of that. I, I know they don't. They, I know they probably didn't have a ton of options because they used Duran so much um, in that, uh, what was it, the Friday game they had to use him so much as they were kind of desperate to stop that skid. But, man, Patrick... I know I know Pagan has pitched okay in a lot of these situations, but anytime they trust him in these moments, it seems like it's just like last year. It's just it's it's the same thing over and over again. Well, they thought they could sneak sneak him out there against the seven, eight, and nine hitters. They were yes. the bottom of the order. They were gonna let him pitch the bottom of the lineup. He'd be, he hadn't been scored on in seven games since he came up the grand slam in LA to the Dodgers. Uh, to uh, who, who was the guy that he gave it up to, or was it in the Anaheim? What at L.A. Right? I can't remember who it was, but he gave it was... up on that last edge of the strip. He gave yes. up a great plan. But here's what drives me nuts about him: they keep trying to tell me what good stuff he has. He doesn't have good stuff. He hangs his breaking ball about two thirds of the time. It's not throwing the ball past anybody. It's just mediocre stuff. But oh boy, they uh, they keep trying to convince themselves that he's uh, he's got great stuff. Plus, he's gutless. Okay, he's gutless. Let's you know what what big game and. They, I think Phil had some good stuff today about, yes, he hadn't been scored on, but he also hadn't pitched for the lead like five of the six times that he'd been uh, scoreless here. So, uh, yeah, he, I, I, I was shocked when they brought him back, actually, because they gave him pretty good money to come back. Right? I know. Six, something, I don't know what it was. But, they, you know, they, they had given up so much in the trade to, uh, to the – Padres that they felt like they had to try to get something out of them. They, you know, Taylor Rogers, it turned out they were right on Taylor Rogers, but they also gave $6 billion into that deal when they get the Taylor Rogers deal. And then Paddock ended up with Tommy John surgery as everyone knew he was going to, because he'd already had elbow surgery in October before they traded for him and gave up $6 million. And now, uh, but now they're still trying to get something out of Pagan after he basically messed up the 2022 season when they tried to pitch him in big situations. Yes. And, and, and he'll be around and they'll make excuses for him. And now here's their trouble. They end up with about two thirds of their relievers where they can't trust in big situations. Yes, I know. Again, again, they're left with Brock Stewart and Durant. They, uh, you know, they, 
they, you know, they'll now Griffin Jackson is there kind of using him again and in better situations. But they have Jorge Lopez. He's unusable. They got Pagan. He's unusable. And then, the uh, you know, the other guys are from St. Paul who are part of the St. Paul shuffle. So they they always end up with uh, guys they, okay, well, we're going to have to use him less in less important situations. Till you get to the point, you got to use somebody in important situations. Yes. Nobody goes past six innings, hardly, e- even though their starters are pitching a lot more innings than they did last year. Uh, they they still most of them, still most of them go six, right? Sonny Gray goes six usually. Yeah, and, that's typical. I mean, they, Joe, they are Joe Ryan will go seven once in a while, but most of it, most of the time, it's six. So you got to get you got to have three of them you can trust. And they never have three of them they can trust. There's always somebody who's driving, who's failing them miserably, and it doesn't help to not have field bar now. There's something yeah. going on with them. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, it was it was just it was just pathetic, pathetic. And uh, I, I I got the impression is a Sunday to about the end of what had been a beautiful weekend. Now it got cool yesterday, but I got the impression. Everybody was at the lake, and not that many people was watching because the the Emilio hysteria wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was right. going to be. I, I did. People were not like charging, you know, suggesting we should go down to Target Field and protest or anything outside <laughs> right. the gates. But uh, get stop, stop, get it, it's done. I don't care if he can, you know, if he can get him out. When it doesn't matter if he can get him out in non-crucial situations in non, you know, he can, he can come in in the seventh inning when you're behind six to three and get him out. Oh, Emilio looked pretty good today. And Dick and Justin were embarrassing yesterday after he puked it up, babbling on about how he, Oh, it's only a second home run. He gave it up this year. Okay. Yeah, it's only the second time he pitched in a big situation in the middle of in three weeks, and the last time he gave up a grand slam. And that, what what's really amazing about the, uh, the guy is the haste with which he can do these things. Yes, you know, right? The seven eight here, get on, and then then this guy hits a the guy who's been struggling all year hits a four hundred and thirty foot home run off him. Yes. Pitch just center cut right here, hit me. Then he gets three ground balls. Oh, okay, way to go. Right. Yeah, two, exactly. He, he, yeah, he pitched himself yeah. into a, a lower leverage situation. Um, yeah, you're right. Phil, I, uh, had, some, Phil had a good oh, one there. You're right. He said, yeah. he wrote, Baldelli, mindful of Pagan's unfortunate track record in crucial moments, has handed the veteran reliever only two leads of fewer than four runs to protect this season. And in each of them, including a loss at Dodger Stadium on May 17th. Pagan has immediately put two runners on base and then surrendered a game-losing home run. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, uh, it, I, I don't know what it is, but it's, you know, he can, he can loop that breaking ball up there and have somebody smack it. And he's, I don't know. He's, he just doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. He had, when you, when you looked at him with the Padres, uh, uh, it was kind of the same way as oh he's uh, you know these numbers are pretty good but right. yeah he you know he didn't finish games they've really uh, done a wonderful job here uh, with the bringing in that flamethrower 
Alex <laughs> Colomay in 2021. Right. I always say Alex Colomay waited till opening day to screw up that season. That's right. That was, was that Milwaukee? Winning, they were winning a game in Milwaukee. Yeah. And he made a play that your eight-year-old little league player wouldn't have made going you know, he's got a three-run lead, and he goes for the force out That's in right. second instead of that. just taking a late. And I, I'm watching at home. I wasn't there and saying, okay, we got an idiot here. And he was terrible. And then uh, last year, Pagan screwed up the whole season. And yeah. now you sneaked him into uh, – and then you had – I don't know what happened to Jorge Lopez. No, I don't know either. He's, un, he's unusable, too. He ten great – appearances in april and he's been unusable ever since uh but uh you know the bullpen is uh the bullpen has never been more important to baseball teams than it is the last 10 years 12 years and uh they they haven't done a very good job with can't it figure then. it out yeah they've let, they've let the they've let now they got a closer in duran but yes uh, you know that rocco mr careful is desperate to win a game when he lets Duran throw 38 or 39 pitches. On, oh yeah. Uh, on Friday. So you know who the best but, player, the best player in that whole Rogers Pagan Paddock trade turned out to be Brent Rooker. He was the old guy. Yeah. He's the, he's the MVP of the A's. I don't know. Did the A's just, did the A's just sweep Milwaukee? I think they did. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. I Rooker's. Rooker's got 13 homers and an 872 OPS this year. He's doing just fine. <laughs> he is going to be the proud representative of the A's and the uh, and a right-handed hitter too, which they can use. Uh, yes. But, uh, my uh, my son uh, Christopher, Mister Baseball. Yes. Uh, who you know is uh, I had lunch with him Saturday or Friday, I think, and he was savaging the boys with his the trades. He just. He just what he wants to, just to look at the trades these these guys have made the last three or four years. They're they're disaster after disaster, and uh, I mean, what what's the good one? What's the good one? They, you know, uh, the Joe Ryan trade, I guess, is the Joe good Ryan one. trade. But yeah, that was a great that was a good trade, great trade, great trade. Yes. Gave up forty year old Nelson Cruz, but. Their track record since then is brutal. Hey, so, Arise is down to 397, okay? So okay, let's just... Good. Let's relax. Uh, by the way, I looked up... Kevin Gosman pitched against the Twins on June 5th last year. Yeah. The only guy in the lineup, uh, the Twins won that game 8-5. to five. They got five runs off Gosman in the first two innings, just like they kind of did yesterday. Yeah. The only guy in the lineup was Trevor Larnick that on was, both days? That was it in both days. Wow! But they, but Louis Arise went four for four that day. <laughs> went four for four that day. It's amazing. So, I mean, I, yeah. it's, it's, in a totally derailed, it kind of ruined a weekend where if if they just do what they need to do to finish that game, we're we're talking about a sweep of Toronto. We're talking about the comeback they had Saturday where Correa oh, hits yeah. the Grand Slam and Kepler, you know, two guys who have been really struggling and kind of at the center of their offensive woes this year. You know, both of them get those big home runs in the, what, the seven? They had seven runs in that inning the other day. And yeah. instead, we're just, it, it's right back. They just, they can't get out of their own way. They can't get that momentum going in any positive direction right now. 
And for seven innings on Friday, on Saturday, they were as pathetic as they've been. Yes. They ended up with 17 strikeouts, didn't they? I know, I think yeah. They ended up with 17 strikeouts, and they yeah. were god-awful. And all of a sudden, this situation, this simber, they, they're – They'd had a bullpen game on Friday, right? Or, or no, it was that, that was, was their bullpen, bullpen game. I think that was their that bullpen was their game. Bullpen game. So they bring in Simber, who is throwing some of the most ungodly sidearm slop you've ever seen, and they let him, you know, and he throws a cantaloupe to uh, Correa. For oh, the a, one to Correa was very hittable. <laughs> like it hit me out of the ballpark for a grand slam, and then Kepler hits a home run. So they. They somehow they just pop up and uh, you know if we're listening if you're watching TV and everything's been solved things are great right and they go out and jump on a lead Sunday and uh, give it right back and now they come home with their tails between their legs again Cleveland Cleveland was just terrible this is one of the lineups ungodly well they're now one and a half behind yeah and they're they're you know they got the best manager in baseball and they. They don't feel sorry for themselves. They just play with these clowns that they have on offense and uh, and uh, and pitch good. And Bieber had a you know pitch he's he's getting great again. They're going by him. The Whiteys are going by him. These guys, seventy seven and eighty five. They're they can't hit. They you know the they just and they can't stay, they can't stay healthy. I guess it wasn't the training staff, right? We, we... no. You know, Jorge's running to first base, and uh, you can see him pull a hammy. And then I was over there. I went over the Saints game Thursday, and I was oh, yeah. I was I was in Toby Gardner's office. We and he he'd fill out a new lineup card with Julian not in it because yep. he was wait because he saw Pagan pull a you yeah. know you knew, knew yeah. Pagan wasn't going to play Polanco Polanco so yeah. I mean yeah yeah I mean. Why do they? Why do they wait? I don't you know, know. Why did they have him here Friday <laughs> to play? You know he wasn't going to play. Uh, but hey, we got to see if he'll be okay. Well, everybody watching TV in Minnesota knew that he pulled something because he's not going to start hobbling to first base. Uh, um, anyway, the one thing from last night's game, uh, yesterday's game, though, is that. You know, nobody loves the speed up rules more than me. Oh, but for the uh, yeah. for the plate umpire to decide that that is an infraction when he actually had been looking at the pitcher and then looked down and at eight at seven seconds he wasn't staring at the pitcher. That was asinine. That yes. was asinine. It was an asinine interpret. It's not a bad rule. It was an asinine interpretation of the rule. I agree. He already but- looked at him. Yes, he, he had looked at him at eight seconks. If he wants to look down at his feet while the guy isn't even uh, winding up yet, it's what it would now. The rule is I have to maintain, I have to keep staring at him. Uh, even though I've showed you that I'm engaged with eight seconds left, that was that was an idiotic call by a young umpire. So I agree with that. You gotta, that's one of those that's like, I think that'll smooth out over time. Like they'll understand that there's. Um, the letter of the law, and then there's the situation where if it's a matter of a fraction of a second, you can't yes, yeah. you can't ring a guy up with two on, two outs, and two strikes, and just say that's yeah. the end of the at bat. That's that was that was ridiculous. 
Yeah, I I know that if you uh, if you throw a tantrum, which Rocco could have, uh, you get thrown out of the game, and you're going to get fined because uh, the you know I, a lot of people are saying, ah, well, the letter of the law, he was correct. Well, don't don't enforce the letter. I can guarantee you, nobody in the other dugouts going to be screaming. He wasn't engaged. Call him out. It was stupid, but uh, that was you know I don't know. It's it's the penalty. It's the uh, it's the penalty we're paying for having a reason of having, yes. having much improved baseball uh, as far as times concerned. So now, although I, we had one the other day, uh, fourteen innings that went over four hours. I Ooh. saw that went over four. Who was it? Uh, Cleveland and Houston. Neither of them could score a run in the extra innings. So even I for fourteen innings, over, four four hours isn't too bad. I think it was over four. I think wow. it was over four. So. Anyone. MGM Wine and Spirits is the choice for savings, service, and a great selection of spirits, pre-mixed cocktails, wines, and of course, ice-cold beers and hard seltzers. With over 30 locations throughout the Twin Cities and beyond, there's an MGM near you. Head to MGMWineAndSpirits.com to find a convenient location in your area. Get social. Follow MGM on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest news and trends. Make great moments with MGM Wine and Spirits, your locally owned and operated choice for over 50 years. Save time, save money. Shop MGM. Now they come home to play Milwaukee. I don't think Pittsburgh's at first now. I was going to say, could have been a battle of the two worst first-place teams in the history of baseball. But I think I think Milwaukee's out of first place now. There's That AL Central is dang near oh. as rotten as the NL Central. I mean, not, I mean the NL Central. Oh, either way, yeah. Dang, dang near as rotten as the uh, as, uh, it is. Our, our division. You know. You're right. The Pirates are leading it at 34 and 30. Brewers are 34 and 32. Nobody else above 500. I think the AL sure. Central is worse, but it's yeah, it is worse. It's close. The Cardinals are. Uh, I mean, Kansas City is just just a complete dead. Kansas City has oh, yeah. the worst record in their franchise history. 18 and 47. Oh God! Yeah. We are back now. We are back now to where the worst team in the AL East has the same record as the Twins. Um, the Red Sox are 33 and 33 last place in the AL East, uh, 14 yes. games out of first. That's uh that's good enough for first place in the AL Central by a game and a half. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a bit different. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I think people kind of wanted to enjoy this team this year, but yeah, they're, they're... I think, they, I think they got everybody, man. I think they got everybody and the, the followers now, most of their crowd is no longer the hardcore watching every game type of crowd. They go to have a good time and yeah. stuff. So I think their attendance will be their attendance will be better than it was last year. But uh, but uh, it's, as far as the real true baseball fans, this team disgusts them. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They just with the way they hit. They're a hard than, watch. They're a hard yeah. team to watch. Oh God! Yeah, strikeouts are just just incredible. And uh, the, as I said, I think the game they won, they struck out seventeen times. They did. I yeah, I think seven. I think uh, Bobby uh, Bobby Nightingale Jr., our new Twins beat writer, wrote wrote that one. Did a good job of pointing out all those strikeouts they had and all the <laughs> winning in spite of it. I, I loved the Baldelli quote uh, from Sunday's game. He tr he tried to sugarcoat. He said we had a good overall series, good series overall here after the, yeah, that. Right. He said. Knowing that we had the lead late, it's hard. Those are hard games to walk away from when you don't hold on to a game you should have. The sweep's right there, and we let it go kind of stuff. So even he couldn't quite couldn't quite find a way to sugarcoat that one. 
You sent me a good uh, quote, though. Yes. And you and I were both struck by the same quote, you know. Uh, David Popkins, the pitching coach. Oh, yes. I've never even talked to a uh, hitting coach. Excuse yes, me. hitting coach. Hitting yes. coach. We had more, we had way more barrels than they did. Okay. The yes, barrel, five to seven more barrels the other day when they lost yeah, to Tampa Bay. Five to seven more barrels. Boy, Tampa's worried about that as they got the best record in history. Uh, so, you know, Donnie Barrels is the nickname of, uh, of, uh, Solano, right? They did somebody Donovan Solano's. They okay. started calling him Donnie Barrels in San Francisco. Well, I'm an announced dog calling this guy Davy Barrels. That's uh, that's uh, that's our nickname for Hopkins, Davy Barrels. Who Barrels? I keep hearing about. We <laughs> love the 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 Morno and Plouffe. These guys. All we hear about is Barrels. Ah, they're they're putting it on the barrel. That's all you can do. You know, you can get a base hit. That's what you can do. And you cannot. You can. It's hard to get a barrel when you're striking out 15 times a game. Right. Right. It, you know, it's 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 an embarrassment how often they're striking out. It is. And Kepler, unfortunately, Kepler got himself another week by hitting a home run. Right. I I was convinced that if he came back, that they might release him today. He was so horrible, and they got Joey Gallo has to come back now. Oh, yeah. and Waller's still doing well, and uh, I I thought they'd get rid of him, but then he hit the home run. Uh, you know, so now now he'll get another week to. To uh, you know, agitate everybody with his with his ineptitude. So maybe he can uh, get some more barrels, though. Maybe he can get some more barrels. barrels. Yeah, that, that was unbelievable. Yeah. That, that was, yeah. I don't know. I I <clears throat> you know, like on the on the very face of it, you get it right. You like you if you hit the ball harder than the other team, you expect to be rewarded. But it's been timely hitting pretty much all year. That's that's doomed them, and that's not always about hitting it over a hundred miles an hour. That's about having a good at bat. And putting the ball in play and finding a spot on the field where someone's not standing and getting a hit when it matters the most. And they haven't been able to do that. In other words, Louis arrives. Yes, exactly. The (laughs) face that came to mind as I was saying that. Yes, yes. Louis arrives. He hits it it where they ain't. Rod Drew, he hit it where they weren't, you know. So, uh, uh, I don't know. They're, uh, they're, uh, I was, uh, am I, uh, the only trouble with winning two out of three is I had a good Wednesday column idea and, uh, for Wednesday print, and I'm going to have to sit on it. Because looking back at it now, what went wrong with the 2023 Twins? I was going to over, you know, what went wrong with the Twins uh, the column? But uh, when they pulled that one out on Saturday, that kind of ruined that. Took uh, the steam out of uh, it. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'd, Patrick, it. I'd still read it. I don't know. Don't don't uh, <laughs> don't, don't shelve it too far. Yeah. Um, uh, Adrian Heath, manager of Minnesota United, <laughs> gave David Popkins a run for his money uh, with with the absurd quotes. They lost four nothing the other day to Montreal. Now they've got a big layoff. I don't think they played till the twenty fourth. Um, got said, international. Is this an international opening here? Or what, what I, is it? This, I don't uh, know what this break is. I don't know if it's just period a, or something. I know they've football. played a whole bunch of matches and they play they've played some midweek matches and now they got two weeks off. That schedule is all goofy. Um he said we've we've conceded we've conceded poor goals, the first two especially, but in between that we played really, really well, Heath said. <laughs> I know some people who hadn't watched might have thought 
might not think that, but that's the case. I think we had better chances than yes. they had tonight. That's that's the equivalent of more barrels right there. Better yes, chances in a four to nothing yes. loss. As, as I, you know, I'm not Mister Footsie. I'm no, not, you're not. A big expert on this stuff, but I got a hunch when you're ahead three to nothing. You're not worried about grade A chances. You're no. kind of playing a little defense, right? You're yes. so uh, you're, you're you're kind of concentrating on the other end of the field, so to speak, the pitch. Oh, that really did. That that seemed desperate. Does he feel in the heat here? Or what? I don't know. Maybe they, don't they they're averaging unless it changed. Last time I looked, they were averaging less than one goal a game. It is less than a goal. I think they've. Scored fifteen in seventeen. <laughs> How could that be possible? And you're, I don't and know, you and, can still be competitive. And and there, here's the thing, um, kind of like Popkins, there is an element of truth to it. My my uh, my soccer go to friend is John Marthaler, and he said that. Uh, he, I was texting him. I was like, "Is it, you know how how absurd is this Heath quote?" He said, "Well, according to American Soccer Analysis." Minnesota United has had a better expected goals number than their opponent in six of their last seven games, including the one they lost for nothing. So they're either getting terrible goaltending, they're not finishing their chances, or expected goals is a totally meaningless stat. Uh, take your pick. But when you lose four nothing, I don't think you can come out that. If you lose two to one, I think you can say that. You can't say that when you lose four nothing. Well, here's the other part of it. You're in Montreal, and Saint Clair is one of Canada's goalies. Yes, they sit there and watch right. him give. Or does that get you excited? Yeah. International period. He played right. for them, right? Right. Yeah, he does. He's, he's one he's, of the two goalies, right? Yes, he is. He is. And they, that's a good question about whether he's finally feeling the heat. I mean, there's a big segment of the Loons fandom that, that has wanted him out for quite some time, but they keep making the playoffs. They keep, you know, they, they keep making the postseason. I think it's been Boy, at least at least four years top, in a row, if not five. Top seven make it? Doesn't yes, top, top seven make it, I think. I, it might be even more now. It might be... <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I feel like they changed their format. When, I got I to gotta look oh. that up now, because when I look at the standings now, there's some kind of there's some kind of shading on the top nine now instead of the top seven in each division. So if Maybe that's they, the case... Yeah, they did the uh, NBA thing where they got a play-in. Do they have a play-in now? They might. Let's see. Oh, yeah. New playoff format for 2023. I must have missed this at the start of the season. So here's we're gonna we're all gonna learn something together here. Um let's see. Additional additional pair of single elimination games. Let's see. So seeds one through seven automatically qualify. Seeds eight and nine are in the wild card. Yeah, so each seed one through seven qualify for a best of three, and the eight and nine get get into a wild card. One doesn't get a buy anymore in the first round. Then. Correct. Get a buy in the first round. Yep, eight and nine play in a one-game playoff in wild card, and one through seven get a best. They're a best of three now, though, which is interesting. Best wow. of three open round. Really? The, hey, the one through seven series are yeah. What does the uh, uh, how many? I know we were up to twenty some teams. I know, but uh, that's so nine out of maybe thirteen or something in each know. conference. Yeah, I think there's. Oh. Jeez. You know what? What? What is what is amazing is this doesn't exist anywhere else in soccer, right? We're, no. We're the, only, have, we're the U.S. You have to have the playoffs, and uh, the rest of the world, it's hey, the season's over, and they had the most points, they win. Right. So anyway, MLS uh, has fifteen in the East and fourteen in the West now. So 
18 of 29. We'll get into the. If you got enough cash, baby, they'll keep it. They'll keep taking your money and adding teams. They're adding yes. them every right. Yeah. And some somehow the loons have fallen lower than that spot. Although there, there's the eight, nine, ten, and eleven right now all have twenty points. Um, Minnesota United has five wins, five draws. We're not in the top nine. Losses. We're not we're not quite in the top nine. We're we're kind of tied in that eight through eleven. All all four of those teams have twenty points. So very possible uh, they'll, had, still, they'll still make the playoffs, great, perhaps. We had those great A chances, baby. That's got, awesome. As long as they keep Patrick, as long as they keep getting great A chances, as long as they keep hitting the ball uh, with the barrel of the bat, I think things are going to turn around for for both of those teams. It's just, it's just you know those are just those are excuses on par with we had better time of possession and in the NFL or we had the you know the hockey coaches always lamenting that just didn't get puck luck that night. Like, you know what? The really good teams don't have to complain about that, do they? They just that's don't. True. Hey, uh like uh, time of possession, that's my favorite all time because I always recall Nebraska eighty four, Gophers thirteen. We had the ball for thirty nine minutes, baby. <laughs> Isn't it because Nebraska scored on like eighty yeah. yard plays all the time? Yeah, well, because their possessions were fifty seconds. Right, they went up and down the field. That's but, amazing. Oh, you know, there was, uh, you know, we we beat. You know, you might brag Nebraska, but we beat you by eighteen minutes in time of possession. So take that. I got anyway. I got to find that game now. I got to find that box score because I <laughs> that's that, that's amazing. That's amazing. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, we. They, I know they. I know we had a decisive advantage. It might not be. And Peter Nigerian, the great Peter Nigerian, had uh, like a school record 21 tackles in that game. Most of them 12 yards down the field, but uh, they were. Uh... Yeah, here's. I'm just looking at all the, all the scoring plays. In the first quarter, Nebraska had a 27-yard run for a touchdown, a 68-yard pass for a touchdown, and a 70-yard pass for a touchdown. Irving Fryer had both of those long ones. <laughs> That's when they forgot to cover Irving. They That's a bad up, idea. They got they they like put ten guys on a line of scrimmage and Irving's out there on the right waving to the quarterback saying, "Hey, uh, turn, throw me the ball here," and he whoosh, ran down the field for a touchdown. Nebraska had one, two, three, six scoring plays of more than forty yards. So that'll <laughs> that'll do it. Yes, time no time of possession was thirty seven twenty five. To twenty-two thirty-five in favor of the Gophers, basically thirty-eight to thirty-eight twenty-two. It's twenty-two. Okay, so and, and Nebraska lost two fumbles in that game. The <laughs> Gophers didn't lose any, so they won the turnover battle and the time of possession battle. Patrick and they still right. couldn't win. They only we lost just, by only lost by seventy-one. We just had bad luck. That's uh, just, <laughs> just like just like Adrian's boys uh, in a four-zero loss. Wow, what a way to go to, into a break. Uh, oh. It, Getting but we're still getting nineteen thousand every time we open. Yes, the, open the building over there. Nice. It's nice to have the, uh, you know, the the fan base that really is there to have a good time. Yes. Yeah. What? You know, we got we got our Bruce McGuire's and those guys, uh, the hardcores. There's twenty percent, fifteen percent of the crowd actually cares who's playing, but. Uh, 85 percent of them are just there to pay 13 bucks for a beer and have a good time so yes 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 um gophers remained committed to the run in that game by the way they ran the ball 49 times and uh, <laughs> they wanted 
clock to run. Not, so they went to 100. Not as yeah. successful as Nebraska running the ball. Though. Nebraska had 55 carries for 595 yards. Their <laughs> total offense, 700. Over 700. Yeah, it was over 700 yards. I um, was an unforgettable. It was great. It was unbelievable. It, uh, it, it's one of the five most amazing events I've ever covered in a long career. Oh, man. I, I can't even imagine. Um, speaking of total offense, total defense, Patrick. with Nebraska this year again, baby. We can make yeah. Not quite the same. Not quite the same on either side of the ball. No, you're right. Um, hey, before we go, we got a couple things to get to here. Vikings have mini camp this week. I don't think they're too worried about Justin Jefferson, even though he hasn't been there yet. I think that that'll get taken care of with an extension here at some point. But the one that you got to watch for is Daniil Hunter. He doesn't seem too happy with this contract. Hasn't been there yet. Um, Patrick, if they, I think our colleague Lavelli Neal wrote about this last week, and I think we've been talking about this for a while now. If if they can't get something done with him or decide that they don't want to kind of go where he wants to go, who is going to pressure the quarterback this year uh, without... Especially that whole new defensive scheme with the very aggressive Brian Flores. Yes. You know, you got you know, to to implement all those aggressive uh, things, you got to have some players, right? Yes, so you would think so. Lost. And a big, another big loss for them, a guy they actually tried to sign was Tomlinson in the middle. I wonder why he bailed. Was it, was it all money? He got more than they wanted to pay him. Huh? I think so. I think they couldn't give him what, what he wanted. So that was, 30, yeah. Miami? Where are you going? Where do you go? He went to I think he went to Cleveland, I think. Well, uh, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you know, if you got rid of Smith, I, I agree with getting rid of Smith because of his injury history. And Hunter's had the injury history too, but you gotta keep him. You gotta figure something out. And I don't blame him either for going and trying to get the money. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, so it it will be uh, interesting to see. See, it'll, if, if he doesn't show up for minicamp, it'll be interesting to see how if these guys play hardcore or not and uh, hardball and uh, and fight him and, you know, and then, then turn it into a – and when you do that, you can turn it into a genuine feud, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I they, they have – the same benefit as the twins have though they get the they get the, they got the division that yes i mean this idea that detroit well half detroit's team's not going to be playing because they you know gambled on draft gambling kicks. suspensions yeah or stupid grand gambling uh suspensions so plus they're detroit if they're if they have a good year, it means that it it was an accident, and they're going to go back to being the Lions. And they were, until were proven otherwise, yes. Yeah, the Lions are the greatest thing, and the Bud Grant wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, I, I always use the best stat ever: Brad Childress and Mike Tice were sixteen and one against the Detroit amazing. Lions. It's amazing. 16. The Detroit Lions are the gift that keeps on giving. Packers are going to be bad. Bears are the worst. A lot of people think are going to be the worst team in the NFL. So they have the division. They only got to go nine and eight to win the division. So uh, it's, uh, maybe they've decided to do this is when we get our salary cap in order and we yeah. can start things again. Of course, if the NFL or one such cheating 
financial geniuses, their salary cap would be about three hundred million a team if the players were getting the share of the money they should yes. be. Getting. So uh, yes. it, it's amazing the way the NFL is able to shield money. But yeah, you got to bring Hunter back, man. You know, if if you get the this aggressive approach that you're saying you're going to get, he could be a back to being a fifteen sack guy. So yes. They, out of stadium, I, I would think he's never had a never had a tight relationship with this team, though. As he's always kind of yeah, his, felt Patterson pride. was always Patterson was always his guy, and then he left. So yeah, so yeah, they got to sign him though. But uh, yeah, keep him. Uh, it's uh, you know you, you have a I like to have fun with the Viking fans because they're so apologetic for this team at all times, but. Uh, you know, so I, I think we can, if they don't show up, we can hit the, the, the ascension angle this way. There's dissension out Schism. There. It's a schism. Yeah, it's a schism. Bring back Zim. He could bring a locker room together. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Now I'm yeah. kind of rooting for it just for that, just for yeah. that. But um, Tomlinson, by the way, four years, 57 million with, uh, with the Browns, including 27 and a half guaranteed. So that's, Probably more than they wanted to do for for where they are at the at that point, but yeah, I mean it's it's good for him. He's a good he was a good player. They're gonna miss him for sure. Kind of helped him in the middle with the run and the the and the pass rush from that spot too. But yeah, we'll we'll see where they go. But you're right. I think they they got to they got to hang on to Hunter. Otherwise, they're I don't know where they're gonna get any pass rush this year. And, and no Dalvin Cook. I mean, it's, it's a much different it's a much different team than last year. I know we talked about you know some of these guys that were getting older. You got to kind of start hit reset but that's just a lot of players that have been around for a long time that you knew you at least knew even through their faults you kind of knew what you're getting you don't know what you're getting from a lot of the players this year right now no what do we think of the offensive line are we is it tidy or are we all are we satisfied they're all back i mean i don't know i was i think it kind of depends on bradbury season bradbury turned out to be better than we thought right he was okay yeah they brought him back <clears throat> o'neill's coming off that injury that's the big one can he be yeah. healthy can darisaw stay away from the concussions if both the tackles are healthy they should be they'll be okay at least because there's pretty good tackles finally for once on one guard and who's the, who's the other guard um yeah well it's i mean the last year it was who was it uh the rookie right ed uh ed ingram i don't know who the yeah. i don't know uh, if he's ed- Ingram and uh in the Cleveland. Gotta, so we might have seen the best that we'll ever see from Kirk. So we're gonna have to protect him, I think. Yes. So, anyway. uh, Pat, really quick, uh the links you know, honor their 25-year team, Sylvia Fowles, Jersey retirement Sunday, and they honored her with the they what they scored the last 17 points of the game, right? Yes, rousing comeback. Uh now I'll give them one great victory like this on a thing, but let's get back to losing here. Come on. <laughs> yeah. For Caitlin, that's our motto. We should, we want to end up eight and twenty-six. We want the most ping pong balls. There's forty there. games this year. You got to go worse than eight and twenty-six. So, well, okay, ten and thirty. Ten, 10 and thirty. Be the goal, and because uh, you got to get Caitlin Clark here. Somebody asked me yesterday, Paige Beckers or uh, uh, or uh, Caitlin, or Caitlin Clark. Clark, lay up, baby. Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark will bring in more people than Paige Beckers. 
You know, you got to play Saturday afternoons and Sunday afternoons. You'll have 5,000 Iwegians here for every game. So, uh, and plus she's a better player. She's a more dynamic offensive player than uh, Paige is. So, uh, collapsing for Caitlin. And uh, Caitlin does have the option of returning to Iowa for another year. But, yes. uh, and, uh, you know, all those NIL clients of hers will stick with her when she goes yes. to the NBA. So she's going to uh, she's going to come out and play uh, after this year. And uh, it, it, she's supposedly a kind of a link span from her youth. She was in a game up here. Uh, she was in a Wolves game here, uh, wasn't she? Uh, uh, with her her boyfriend is one of the McCaffreys and uh, one of the okay. McCaffreys. Fran McCaffrey's. So uh you know, let's get Kate. Come on, let's get Caitlin up here and make this franchise dynamic again. This is uh yep. you know, one playoff win since Maya Moore stopped playing. So yes. Uh, yep. It's all about tw- it's all about twenty twenty four. Nice to see Maya come back though and uh, be yep. happy hugging Cheryl and the whole deal. So yeah, it was but pretty good too. So uh yeah. probably again so it was good for them good weekend honored all the players it still amazes me that the five best players in 25 years of the franchise all played together right in the middle of (laughs) that is the starting lineup is the starting lineup is your five best players ever it's pretty amazing guess we know why they won four titles obia wasn't here for uh she was here for two of them yeah she was here for two last two yeah there was i think taj was the center for one of them the carvel was the center for the other one but uh yeah, those those later years when they got Sylvia and kind of let them uh, let them stay dominant in that last uh, kind of when some of those other players were still really good but were getting to be a little bit older that was uh, that was pretty key. So it was a reminder of how good they were and yeah they they've got to they got to get some more players if they're going to get back up there and that means twenty twenty four draft uh, for sure. All right, Michael. All right, sir. Appreciate it. Take care. All right. Uh, if you want to. Uh... You know, if you remember the Brewer fans, the Brewers won't have many fans here, but if you want to show up and, and boo the uh, hitting that you're seeing, uh, go ahead and do that. Because uh, 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 maybe Emilio will speak out of the bullpen and he can boo him just like when Rod Davis back in the old days. Maybe they can play Roll Out the Barrel. Yeah, all right. See you later. See ya.